Talking to Craig Matthew, a senior partner in one of Auckland's biggest company law firms. Connor had only just finished speaking with the man himself, having to put up with some unwanted and unneeded advice about the prosecution he was currently dealing with. An 18-year-old charged with the murder of his father. Matthew had informed Connor that he'd been following the case with interest, and had decided Connor and his team weren't hungry enough, and that Connor wasn't asking the hard questions. A patently ridiculous conclusion. There was no one hungrier for justice than Connor and his team. And as for the hard questions, well, that was because he hadn't even started asking yet. He realized his hands were in fists. He unclenched them. What the hell was Victoria doing here? She never came to the drinks, not these days. Turn away. Turn the hell away. But he couldn't seem to bring himself to do so. She was smiling at Craig, her generous mouth full and red. She'd always been exquisitely beautiful, and she still was, except there was a certain spiky edge to her usual regal poise that hadn't been there before, and she looked tight, tense, like she was constantly bracing herself for a blow that never fell. Except it did fall. You remember that. Oh, yes, he remembered, coming home one day to find a letter sitting on the kitchen table, a letter from a girl who was apparently the daughter Victoria had given up for adoption when she was sixteen, a daughter he didn't know she'd had. She'd claimed there had been cracks running through their marriage for years, that her daughter's sudden appearance was only the final hammer blow to break them apart. But if there had been cracks, he hadn't been aware of them. He'd thought they were solid. And it wasn't Jessica's advent that had shattered them, but the fact Victoria had kept secrets from him, and rather than talk about it, she'd walked away. She'd been the one to go. She'd been the one to ask for a separation. And now, finally, she was the one who sent the divorce papers. The hot feeling in his gut twisted. Anger. He found himself reaching into his jacket for a packet of cigarettes, that hadn't been there for nearly twenty years. Jesus, what was wrong with him? He wasn't angry with her, not now. Yes, he'd been furious when she refused to talk to him, when she'd wanted some time apart. But he'd agreed to the separation, agreed to the distance she'd wanted. And it was behind him now. He was looking ahead, as he always did. Turn away, you fool. She tilted her head as she talked, her strong, determined chin lifting. The expression on her face was all polite friendliness and professional interest, contained and restrained. Doing her networking thing because she'd always been ambitious. The usual Victoria, in other words. As she had been when she'd thrown that half-assed bullshit at him about him wanting her to be perfect all the time, and how she could never live up to his impossible standards which was crazy. He'd never wanted perfect. He just wanted her because she was perfect already. Until you found out I had a child. Now I'm not so perfect anymore, right? It's not about the child, Victoria. It's about the fact that you didn't tell me. Oh, so we're going to have that discussion, are we? How about you tell me your secrets then, Connor? We can start with why you have a sword tattooed down the middle of your back. Impasse. Because it was true, he had his secrets. 
but they were the kind he told no one, the kind he protected people from. And they were going to stay that way. But an unexpected child was different, and most especially when she'd told Connor she didn't want kids. Connor folded his arms and leaned back against the railings, consciously letting the tension in his shoulders and arms seep away. No, he wasn't going to turn away. He'd look. He'd watch her because he felt nothing for her anymore. Nothing at all. Then Victoria turned, and like she'd known he was there all along, her gaze met his through the glass. Dark eyes, liquid black, endless, fathomless. And that gut punch struck again, precise as a bullet, smashing through all the carefully constructed walls and barriers he'd built around himself and his appetites. Walls and barriers crew.